Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 32 of Outspoken. Today, I have a special guest, and it is my mom. She's right Hi, here. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Um, we haven't done a video in a while. She used to. We used to do a couple of videos back then just to do some videos and all that great stuff. But today, we are here, and we are back with a lot of information. A lot it, of good stuff. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. We're going to be talking about <laughs> LGBT stuff. That's a surprise. Why are you laughing at that? Today, I want to discuss everything from a parent's perspective and see how she felt about the whole situation uh, because I feel like it's not talked about enough. So I have a bunch of questions here. Some things such as, you know, uh, when I came out to you, what was your first reaction? Did you ever think it was a phase? Was I different growing up? How long did it take you to get used to calling me Sam and he and him and all of that great stuff? There's a bunch of questions here that I have for her today. I think we should start with, you can introduce yourself a bit. My name is Sheila and I'm Sam's mom, as you all know. <laughs> and I hope I can help you with answering some questions today. Let's get to it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to start out the podcast with the way that you grew up and I wanted to know if you ever saw LGBTQ representation growing up? I really didn't. Um, I grew up in the 70s and like early 80s and there weren't really a lot of gay people and my family didn't talk about it. But as I got older, when I worked, I met, com I met in when I was at companies, I would meet people that, you know, I had a, a friend that was lesbian and she was very nice. And I had a friend and all, that was also gay and he was very nice. So I met people when I got older. Did you think anything of it when you met like the first gay people that you met? Like, were you like, oh, that's kind of funky? Like, or no. did you just didn't? I mean, when I was in high school, I knew that there were girls that liked girls. And I just, you know, whatever, whatever it was is fine, but I, Again, there weren't a lot in school. There wasn't a lot of that going on while I was growing up. If I'm being honest, me neither. Yeah. And I grew up, I was in middle school and uh, high school, what years? Like t 2008 to 2014. Yeah. Maybe a little bit earlier from middle school, but I didn't see a lot of, it was all straight people too. Um, but I feel like it was different for your times, obviously. Definitely. With that background information, I think that's really good there's people who grew up in like households your age that being gay was wrong or whatever which i'm glad that you weren't raised in a household like that so that brings me to my next question is when i came out to you because i came out to you at 15 years old which is 10 years ago by the way if anybody's curious wow. what <laughs> yeah wow. maybe even earlier no i think it was 15 50, you were 15 so yeah what was your first reaction and you can keep it totally raw for everybody listening for parents um when sam came to me he was 15 almost 16 and i really 
wasn't sure. I didn't really even know what transgender meant. The only trans person I knew of was Chaz Bono, Dancing with the Stars at the time. And I didn't know anyone personally or in the family or friends or anything that had a transgender son or daughter. And I didn't know what to do. So at first I would... I was in denial, I would say. I was in shock when you first told me. And then I was in denial for a, a little bit and thought that maybe you were confused and it might go away. I didn't think it was a phase. I just didn't think you were sure of what it was. Eventually, I had to get Sam a therapist because he was unhappy and he really was uncomfortable in his own skin. And I had to get, you know, a therapist and we went to see her and she helped him a lot. But I was just scared, I think, when Sam told me because being a parent and hearing your child say that, it was just, you know, I felt like I was the only one. So you just try your best and see what resources you can get to help and support. And then with your dad... When I told him, I told him over the phone, and he hadn't seen you for a couple of years, so he had no idea what was going on in really? your life. Yeah. Why did he, when, I guess I was 15. I didn't meet my dad till I was eight, by the way. Yeah, so... Um, she did it all by herself, thank when, you. You're welcome. <laughs> so when Sam was what, like... Yeah, so it was around 16, I told him, your dad. So yeah. he probably didn't see you for like two years. Really? Why? Why? Yeah, because he was way he was, was living he far okay. away and okay, okay. He didn't come really come down. And um, I was going through it, so I didn't even want to like. So it was kind of being hidden from his father. Yeah. And, um, I figured we'd have to tell him eventually because Sam was already transitioned. He got his haircut and everything, and I didn't want his dad to come down and be like, "Oh, <laughs> who's that?" You know. Uh, so we, I had to tell him, and he was. He was freaked out, and he didn't know how to handle it, and he he was negative about it, and he was saying some not-so-great things, and really? eventually, though, he did come Interesting. around. Yeah. He was very Italian, by the way. Very Italian. Very Italian. And But his dad did have friends, or he had a neighbor or something that I think his daughter was trans. Oh, yeah. So That's he... Right talked to him and he said look you know if you want to be in your kid's life you need to learn and support so your dad did come around and again from one of sam's previous videos he talked to him like two weeks before he passed away and he said you know he loved him and he respected him and he wanted him to be happy period so that was great that yeah that happened before considering he, he passed away yeah. yeah and um in 2013 yeah. And I transitioned in 2012, by the way, just for time frame. Yes. So. Yeah. So he had already gone a year. Yeah. And his dad hadn't seen him. He would call, you know, on the phone, but yeah, he, that's right. it wasn't a FaceTime. So he, he wouldn't see what Sam looked like yeah. with the haircut and everything. And um, hmm. yeah, so that was interesting. Did he ever see a picture of me? I okay. sent him some after. Okay. But, um, yeah, he was planning on coming down and spending time with Sam. But, unfortunately, he 
died unexpectedly. Just like I, I understand the first initial shock. It's not an easy. I don't feel like it's an easy thing for parents to no. take in because of how um, society was growing up. Even if your kid comes out as gay, I, I don't feel like it's easy if it's taught to you when you're younger. Like oh, like the gay the gay kids are like oh that's weird. They're they're gay and stuff. Like I don't I don't think it's easy for people to process as society progresses and stuff like that so that's why i feel like there's a lot of parents out there who are just like oh that's kind of weird like my kid is gay or they my, don't want to accept it well it's not that they don't want to accept it they don't they don't know how to um process it because you think you know you have a daughter she's going to have a beautiful wedding she's going to have a beautiful baby that's what you think when you're a parent of a a, ba- a daughter same with a son so when you hear that the there's going to be a transition. It's like, you know, these are the first things that enter my mind as well as your dad. How's she going to have a baby? What about the wedding? You know, we're thinking about us, which is wrong. And then I felt that after the fact that I was like, you know what? It's not about me. It's about you and your life and your happiness. And I just wanted him to be happy. So I had to push my dreams aside that I was thinking his future would be as far as, you know, babies and I'm never going to be a grandmother and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And that those are things that can happen <clears throat> differently. You just have to be open to, you know, adoption or however you're going to, if you want to have kids. So my next question to you, this is this is a simple one. I think you already answered it. Did you, did you think it was a phase and why or why not? I don't think... No. Uh, I didn't think it was a phase. I, again, I just didn't think you... I thought you were confused. Because you grew up being a tomboy, I didn't really think that you were different. That leads me into my next question. How was I growing up and did you ever think I was different from anybody else? Any of the other kids noticeable? Yeah. Yeah. Well... So. When you were growing up, you were just like a little boy. Like you just wanted to be around all the boys playing. And then you wanted nothing to do with girl toys or girl things or flowers or pink or anything like that. But again, I just thought you were a tomboy because I was too when I was young. And that you might probably grow out of it. But... You didn't. I wanted to add on to that is people are tomboys, which is totally fine. That's a totally normal thing to do. And I thought that I was too. Like, it's fine. But I had a little bit more behind me. Yeah, like I would ask Sam when he was in high school, do you like any of the boys? Like, do you you find any of the boys cute? And he'd be like, no. I got so mad. I was like, I don't want a boyfriend. And I just thought it was a little weird because he was like. 14, 15. And yeah. You start to like people at that age. Yeah. Sometimes. And I was like, I don't, I have a crush on the girls, but I couldn't say he it. He would yell at me every time. He'd be like, no, I don't <laughs> want a boyfriend. And I would just be like, that's okay. kind of weird. That's kind of weird, but uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think cool. you were different. Like, I hear stories of other trans kids that, younger, that say were like, not wanting to wear their dresses or their boy clothes or they would be defiant, you know, 
You weren't like that. I wasn't? Not when you were young. Like as a little child. I'm talking child. five, six, seven, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. You weren't like, I don't want to wear those panties. Wow. Wow, kids do that? That's crazy. Yes. That's, yeah. cr- that's and- damn. Only when I became a teenager, though, I remember like specific instances. I couldn't go to this middle school dance because I had to wear a dress. I was freaking out over it. It was the, f- oh, you did dude. Go, I did go. But when he was trying the dresses on, he wasn't like crying or not wanting to get a dress. So that's a, I got confused. But when he got home and got dressed, he was crying. And I was like, what's, what's going on? He was just like, I can't go. And I said, then don't go. I, why yeah. do you want to go? Well, my friend wants me to go. I said, so if you don't feel comfortable going, then don't go. But I still had no idea. Yeah. I just thought he didn't want to wear a dress. <laughs> what what I what I ended up doing is we were dress shopping for this middle school dance and I didn't feel comfortable in the dresses obviously, but what I tried to do a lot especially in middle school was um ignore the dysphoria that I felt and I was like this is what you're supposed to do basically. This is what you're supposed to do. You look good. Just what? try to fit in. Um, but when it got to the real moment where people would perceive me and actually see me and be like that's her it made me because I think all those thoughts made me feel so uncomfortable. Because you look so awkward in the dress, and I looked really awkward. Because like at, he picture was me like, right now, it was like, a sundress. I remember the and fucking he was dress. Like, <laughs> you know, like trying this. to cover. Think about when you have to wear up when you you're not wearing a binder, and you just so, he just you're hunched looked over. so uncomfortable and so yeah. Oh, that was awful. Were you able to ever talk to other parents about this? Yes, I did. I actually met a few parents when I started, like, in the beginning. I looked up support groups, and there was a forum on Yahoo for this. I know Yahoo. Forum on Yahoo. I forget what it's called, email list or listserv or whatever. I forget what it was called, but it was an email group. There's probably so many now, to be honest with you. This was 10 years. This was, like, 11 years ago. Yeah, this was, like, 2012. Mm. Mm? Yeah, 2012, 2013. Okay. And uh, so I would just search things on the internet. I found this parents group of transgender children. So I joined it and there were so many people. I mean, there were so many parents. Like every day there would be 20 new stories. Wow. Yeah, a lot. Even back, back then. A wow, lot. wow. And I'd read them. I'm like, wow, this is really going on in this world, you know? And then I joined a support group. I went and there was like probably 20 people in the room in a circle. Oh, this was in person? Okay. Yeah, cool, and it cool. was every Sunday. And it was parents that were going through this. And the first time I went, I was crying my eyes out. I was by myself. Really? Yeah. Why don't I remember this? Did you tell me you went? Yeah. I told you. Oh, you were crying? Yeah. Because you tell your story and then other people understand because they're going through it i mean some cases are worse than others like some would their kids would be away at college and their kid would come out while they were in another state Mm. and it just wasn't easy for those parents at least you were home yeah and um, that was very helpful so any parents that are just hearing it from their kids now should look into like support groups either online or in person i think the in-person ones are much better yeah well, f- yeah because you could 
you can make friends. I was just going to say that. And you can make friends. And, like, I hung out with a couple times. I met this one woman from the town next door um, for coffee a couple times. She told me what she was going through. Her son had just had top surgery, and he was... Wow. It was before you had your surgery. It was right when you came out. And I was like, wow, learning a lot. Damn. Um, And other people, too. Like, there'd be parents there that were just devastated about their child coming out and he was depressed and it's just really hard. You have to get help. You know, you have to get therapy whether you go with your kid or you go alone. But you definitely need it's hard at first. For sure. Why do you think people are devastated? I know this is I didn't write this down, but why do you think they like I was just thinking about that. Like a parent? Yeah, like if your kid comes out as gay. Was this all trans parents or was it like gay, any LGBTQ? No, this was a trans group. Okay, it was specifically trans. Okay. Yep. Why would, I mean, I guess I can see why people would be really, really upset about it because it's not an easy thing. You want your kid to be safe. You want your kid to be accepted. You don't want your kid to get hurt. We know how often trans people get hurt. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Is that why you think they were devastated? You think that, well, it depends because sometimes you have parents that don't know how to handle it and they're scared for their children. They're, again, when you told me the first thing that I was afraid of was someone hurting you. So this is a question. I get a lot of these comments too. So I figured I'd ask you this question. How long did it take you to get used to calling me Sam and son and he and him and use the correct pronouns? How long did it take you and how hard was that for you and other people if well, you feel like? I called you Sam anyway. Yeah, Sam was so, my name throughout my whole that life. That was easy. It was, and yeah. thankfully you kept that name. The pronoun thing was tough. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It probably took a good six months to get it right. I don't think that's long at all. At it's all. really hard. I was very irritated if anybody messed up. I was, wasn't I? Yeah. I was. Especially with family. Like, we'd have a lot of family parties. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot. I mean, I'm talking like 20 people at a party. And there'd always be a person that would be like, you know, (laughs) how's she doing? Or, And I would just correct and, and not be rude because you can't force it down someone's throat. So... I would just politely say, he likes it, you know. Yeah. And then they'd go, oh, and internally they'd probably be like, oh yeah, it's it's he now, it's not she anymore. That's a good way to correct it. Yeah. I I've said that yeah I've said this in videos before when someone if they're not being ignorant about it they really don't mean it bad. There are people that are ignorant though on purpose. There are people that are ignorant, yeah. But if someone is genuinely like that, it's just it it slips their mind um i know at the time when i was a teenager i would get irritated obviously it just made me super mad but as i grew up i'm like i can understand why somebody would slip up about that you know it's awkward for the kid it's awkward when you're a teenager and you want people to use the right pronouns but uh it's really hard i think um when especially when i was working too dealing with people because they knew that I had a daughter, right? When I started working there and then Sam would transition. And I really didn't tell anyone because I told my boss and like two friends in work 
So other people would be like, oh, how's your daughter doing? You know, and I would just have to go along with it because I didn't want to, I don't want to tell everyone in my office, like that's my business. And um, I had some close friends that I didn't even tell because I was afraid of their reaction. And that's silly when I think about it now. So when I meet people now and, you know, I tell Sam, I tell them that my son is a YouTuber they're like, oh, really? You know, um, yeah, what does he do? Uh, and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so, and I'll say he's he's into, like, comedy and he talks about trans issues and stuff. And I said, he's transgender. <laughs> Before, I wouldn't say that. I think it's... Is I, that wrong to say? No, I think it's valid that people will be scared to say that to coworkers or family or friends I because was. you have no idea what these people are capable of first of all right. you have no idea what they think you have no idea if they're gonna like be like oh you're disgusting because your kid is trans or gay or whatever shit like that like what's I, wrong I, with him or i would i don't i'm scared to come out to people when they don't know who i am like if i have to come out to someone or yeah. for some reason like the doctor or something like that it's not an easy thing to do for me, so I can't imagine it being easy for friends or family or parents to to do that. And then I so. even had like close friends at work, right? I had <laughs> two close male friends that were older, so like in their 60s, right? So already in my mind, I'm saying they're not going to accept it because I already have like family members above that age that can't accept it or don't understand. So I'm thinking they're going to think something wrong with me. Or there's something wrong with Sam, or why are you letting your kid do this? So when I left that job, um, before I left, I actually told one of them, and he's like, why wouldn't you tell me that sooner? Like, of course I would accept that, Sheila. That's your kid, you know? And That's impressive, man. With the other guy, after I left, I told him, and he goes, I don't understand why you think I would reject you or think you were weird or something because you had a transgender kid he said that's fine like you shouldn't even worry about that but again you don't know how people are going to react and it depends where you're from too and it depends on it's you don't know because people will people are people are up there like yeah and even in your own family mm-hmm. you know i have older siblings again i'm the youngest of five and you think that everyone in the family is going to accept it. And I was surprised that that person did not accept it. And it still to this day bothers me because she cared for Sam when he was a baby and she was around a lot. And, it, you know, it bothers me. And for people to be saying, let it go. No, I'm not going to let it go because I think it's wrong. But you can't make everybody happy and you can't make everybody accepting so no. you just have to cut those people out that goes on to a good question how you're a parent how would you say for other parents if their friends or their family don't accept your lgbtq child how do you even handle that because i specifically remember what you're talking about like i have a family member who didn't who doesn't accept me part of my family doesn't accept me whatever throw insults do whatever they don't they don't agree with it how do you cope with that as a parent that's has to be mentally bearing or mentally you mean right how do i deal with that person not being able to accept it yeah i just um 
I don't understand. <laughs> That's all I can I just, say. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how you can not support and respect that family member that you supposedly love, right? And just not care. It's hurtful to me. It would do that. That it's my sibling that's yeah. acting that way. Yeah. And there's nothing that I can do about it because I can't force a relationship with her and her family when we were very close at one point. It's yeah. sad because Sam's successful. He's helping a lot of people, you know, and it's, I don't, I yeah. just don't understand. That's all I can, that's how I can answer it. I don't know how else to answer it. How can you not? How can you not see the good in that? It's been 10 years, but it's like when when I first came out and you were a supportive mother and people were in your ear, whatever, left it's a and phase. right, it's a saying phase. it's a phase, that's, that's your kid is mentally ill. I feel like a lot of parents have to deal with that from anybody. It doesn't even have to be a sibling. It can be a friend or it can be right. It's just, their parent. I think it's just disrespectful. It's not nice. You. It's not nice. If you love your sister or you love whoever that is who has the trans child or gay child, you're going to be like, I, listen, I don't really understand it, but like, would you be willing to talk to me and we can, t we can talk about it and yeah. stuff? Like, I, I, I don't know. We have, you know, just... Sam has um, this grandmother kind of, Rita, I'm sure you heard of her, and she's... 91. She's like my grandmother. She's, She's like Sam's grandma. She lives upstairs. We, yeah, my mom, we lived in the same place for my whole life. And the, she the owns landlord, the house. yeah, she owns a house. And, and she's, she's religious. She's not, she's almost 92. She's very religious. Yeah. And she's a, she was so accepting of it when Sam came out. And I told her, you know, I have something to tell you. And she's like, it's okay, honey. You know, and she gave me a hug and she hugged him. And because she loves Sam. Yep. She, she loves him like. It's her grandson. Yep. And she didn't <clears throat> care. She's a good person. She's a very good person. She gave me my tea shots. Yeah. So it's like you can't even use the excuse that it's uh, the, the way that I grew up because she's literally like all, almost 92 years old. Yeah. So. It all depends on the person. That's all. And how much they love you and uh, respect you and all that stuff. If you got anybody in your life who doesn't support you and doesn't accept you or they're talking all this shit and what I've done and what you've done, you can't. they can't be in your life. But that's up to you. That's all up to... If you can work with that, totally cool. But I, I couldn't. Even if you did, I wouldn't be able to. No. I couldn't. I can't. And I couldn't it, It's so continue my relationship with her because of her disrespect to my son. You don't and do that, yeah. You don't do that. Some people can. Some people can overlook it and say, "Hey, you know, that's family." But I'm not going to participate in that. Nope. Just be aware of the people, how they act when you come out, or someone you know comes out. <clears throat> Very interesting to see. You'll see how they actually feel about you. Super weird too. Do you feel like when I came out that you have lost a child and gained a new one? I lost a daughter. But I have a son. So Sam's the same person that I gave birth to. Um, he's just more outgoing. He's happier. He's healthier. He wants to live life. You know, he's he's not depressed 
anymore. I don't think you are. I mean, <laughs> no, not really. Depressed here and there, but <laughs> not really. He was severely Sometimes. depressed and not happy and didn't want to be here anymore. I'd rather have a living son than a daughter who's no longer here. And I know that's harsh, but that's like reality. If he's not happy, if anyone's not happy living their life the way they're supposed to, they can make changes. Like, mm -hmm. if people don't like their nose, they get a nose job. If you don't feel comfortable in your own skin and it goes on for most of your life, why can't you make changes? It's your right. It's your body. You can... It's your body. It's your right. I mean, if I want to have a nose job, I'll get it done. No one's going to sit there and say, hey, you can't have that done because it's supposed to be like that. That's a good analogy. Is it? A, yeah. It's supposed to have a... the bump. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and But, but people if will I don't still... like the bump, I'm going to fix it. People will still say that, though, you know. I know. They still will. It's supposed to have the bump. That's how you were born. Leave the bump on your nose or whatever. If you don't like it, you can't get rid of it. This is going to bring me to the last question of the episode. How important do you think therapy is for somebody like me and as a teen? Because I Very, got... very important to yeah. get therapy. Every kid that's going through this should definitely see a therapist that specializes in gender issues because they are trained for it and they know, you know, it's better than going to a regular therapist. You have to find the right one. Just because you go to one doesn't mean you have to stick with that person. Yep. If you don't trust them or you don't get along with them or you don't feel comfortable, then you have to find yep. someone else. I mean, I've gone to therapists before and I did that. I had to go to a couple till I found one that I liked. It should be someone that you can go to, talk to, open up and know that that person's not going to tell anyone because they can't. I personally, yeah, I think therapy is super important, even if you're not in the LGBTQ community in general. But when I was going through everything I was going through, it was very helpful to me because they, they, she just knew a little bit more than I did, a lot more than I did. And it was really good for me to hear that and have someone evaluate the way that I feel and kind of tell me like, yeah, it really does sound like you're fucking going through that. Yeah. Stuff. And so I used to go in with Sam to his session oh, yeah. because he wanted me to go so that I knew what was going on, which was good because I was learning a lot at the same time. And um, his therapist was really nice and helpful. She she helped him with school, yeah. getting through school and everything else. And she knew within, what, six months. I don't even, I don't even remember. Six months. I was young. Or so she knew that it was real, like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a phase or... Yeah. Or it wasn't anything else going on, possibly it was... Yeah, she was like, definitely... Yeah. And I went in with my mom because we're very close and not everyone's going to be comfortable with that, but it's it was helpful for her as a parent too to really hear all of that, especially from another person, a professional. It was, I'm sure it was good for you. It was. To get yeah. the validation... Yeah, a professional. Yeah, to say, yep, your, you know, your child is, uh, um, yeah, definitely has dysphoria and definitely is consistent. Yeah, that's everything we have today. But we have a part two that we're gonna do because part two talks about it was too long to put in one part. I feel like oh my camera's dying, and I feel like uh, part two is a little bit too long to put in here. I don't know how long this episode is gonna be, but we're gonna discuss. We're gonna be discussing 
how we dealt with school, the name change, surgery, all of that great stuff. A couple of weird stories that we have, and it'll be just as interesting. So if you need help with any of that or you just want to hear how interesting it was 10 years ago, it'll be in part two. So <clears throat> stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks, Mom, for joining. You're welcome. For joining. Um, ho- I'm really hoping this helps some parents or some kids Me out too. there. I hope so. And... Uh, I'm sure if they have questions, they can maybe hit you up on Twitter. So you can get her on Twitter at It's Mama Collins. Maybe hit she'll answer you. On she probably won't answer you. <laughs> so, are you private on Twitter? Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> why, is that, why is that funny? I don't know. I'm tired. All right. So we will see you guys next week with a new episode. <laughs> Peace. Bye.